Pastor Dan, and this is your midweek encouragement for Wednesday, October 20th, 2022. Our passage for today is Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. The Lord said, Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the days is its own trouble. Matthew 6, verse 34. Chronic low-level anxiety with occasional debilitating episodes has plagued me all my life. I've learned to manage it pretty well over the years, but as I've gotten older and a little wiser, the subtle nuances of my condition have come into light. Like many things, greater self-awareness sped up during recent times of global and local disruption. Ironically, collective anxiety is at an all-time high because of the sped-up trends. It has not been a peaceful time for a leader who is prone to anxiety. I am grateful to God for divine intervention and for strengthening me in times of great need. Yet I am more aware of the faint signs of stress that hamper my service to Christ. So I'm asking my Lord to sanctify my vulnerability for his name's sake. A new, to me at least, source of enlightenment influence uh, entered my life about a year ago as a podcast by Mark Sayers of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. He is a pastor of the Red Church and is skilled in interpreting the times we live in. His vast knowledge of social, political, environmental, and biblical context enables him to communicate remarkable insights to his constituents and other beneficiaries like me. Sayers authored several books which I'm working through, including his latest aptly named A Non-Anxious Presence, How a Changing and Complex World Will Create a Remnant of Renewed Christian Leaders. Sayers makes a crucial observation that hit home for me near the end of the book. He said, in anxious environments, leaders leverage influence through being a non-anxious presence. My life story contains countless episodes of crisis intervention and mediation. The Lord seems to have wired me for it from an early age. I've been a first responder, EMT, firefighter, and good Samaritan. In ministry, there have been endless opportunities to be a non-anxious presence in times of acute anxiety. However, such times usually come and go leaving interim periods of minimal stress. If not, the stress would be debilitating, as I have learned through bitter experience. If I'm honest, then I have to realize my firefighter mindset, even when it looks like I'm relaxing. I'm expecting the alarm to go off at any moment. While being prepared is admirable, it is also possible for preparedness to devolve into chronic anxiety and stress. How do I leverage well-honed readiness for the sake of the vision and mission while resting in His presence, trusting in His provision, and releasing the full potential of Sabbath? So far I've learned that God is way ahead of me, as always. He speaks, and when I listen, I'm ready for change. For example, a friend recently risked wounding me to help me understand the way my anxiety comes out in meetings. An honest evaluation of anxiety reveals an expression of fear. So the first thing an introspective, anxious person must do is identify the fear. 
I'm pretty sure I know what I fear in church meetings, but I'm not going there today. My firefighter readiness mindset and my sense of urgency about discipleship as a mission generates behaviors that ultimately reduce my efficacy. My fear of failing enhances my chances of failing because it results in pressure applied to others that feels like expectations that they just can't live up to. Lord, I hear you telling me to be more patient with myself and others, with even you. So what about you, friend? Is there a place in your life where anxiety and fear causes you to do and say things you regret later? Do you find that people who love you accept your idiosyncrasies so well that you never realize what's behind them? Ask the Lord to send a trustworthy friend to help you. The things that make you, you, come from good places and bad. The way to sanctify the bad things is to embrace their effects and leverage them for serving the Lord. But when your tendencies handicap your leadership, you must have the courage to risk being in an emotional and intellectual space that is uncomfortable for you. For example, I have to go into meetings with a non-anxious spirit. I must learn to let the firefighter be off-duty. I need to let the Holy Spirit temper my sense of urgency so that I can recognize the eternal perspective. With the Lord's help, I can enhance my leadership by becoming a non-anxious presence in the ordinary things.